Hey, this is Kyle from the Longbox Cast. I'm sure you've heard my co-host Steve talk about Revenge Lover designs a million times. But now I'm going to mention it for the one millionth and one time, so stick with me here. If you need a really kick-ass logo, but you don't want to ask your neighbor's kid because you know he's going to do it on PowerPoint or Microsoft Word, then go to revengelover.com and tell her Kyle from the Longbox Cast sent you. I guarantee you she'll use Photoshop or Illustrator, one of the professional design programs that graphic designers are supposed to be doing. Seriously, who the hell uses PowerPoint? Greetings, fellow humans. This is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're listening to another great podcast on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Yeah. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Behoricas! Yay! Everybody's happy! I don't know if they really are or not, but who knows. Um, but yes, we are back. We took a week off because we did Phoenix Comic Con. I was a horrible con member this year because I only went for <laughs> one day, so that was pretty fun. Um, I was going to try something new. Yes. Uh, instead of actually giving everybody the huge spiel and everything like that... Um, uh, we have two bumpers on the beginning of the show, so if they want to know any of our uh, <clears throat> advertisements, they can just not skip over the beginning of the show. Um, and if you don't know where to find us, then that's your problem. But I will tell you, you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash notanotherbhorrorcast. Give that Facebook page a like. And don't forget to also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at be horror cast so without further ado with all that stuff out of the way i'm steve-o and i'm anna and we are back so we just are back from a weekend full of comic-con uh anna this was your second year there yes did you feel important because you had a media pass I do, actually. It was actually really nice to not have to deal with all the ridiculous freaking lines. I mean, get, to get into the the room where the media, like, all the passes to pick up were was a little bit ridiculous, but to be able to just walk over and stand there while you were like, oh, I have tickets, or I have passes, it was kind of nice, and I could just be like, Doo-doo-doo. Yeah, so, I was curious if we actually had to get in that huge, obscene line. Uh, probably because it was just a line to get into the door, so I figured to be respectful, it's probably better to stand in line, but... Maybe, but... So then people are like, hey, you're cutting, and then you cause a bunch of stupid fucking drama. Well, that's when you go, I'm important, I'm a somebody, just like anybody with a YouTube page or a Twitch. And everyone who dresses up like a Jedi 
Deadpool. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Oh, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we are back. Uh, we did watch a movie. In case you guys didn't see the post that we watched, we did watch uh, Goosebumps 2015. It is on Netflix, so if you haven't seen it, uh, don't listen to the end of the show because that's when we usually talk about our uh, our review of the of the show and everything like that. But uh, we do have a couple of different news and everything like that. We do have some eerie news of the week, and we do have some horror and TV news. Uh, but before we dive into all that, since we were gone for a week, let's play a little bit of catch up. So Anna, how was your weeks? Yes. Week half, how? half week. It's been a week and a half almost. Cause yeah. By the time everyone listens to, I mean, we're recording on Tuesday, but the time everyone listens to this is going to be Thursday. So uh, apparently, we compete with Bizarre State. Not really competing because they have quote unquote <laughs> compete. But yeah, we get released on the same day as Bizarre State. So in case you get done with Bizarre States <clears throat> and you're like, I need more stuff that's not that important then you can listen to our yeah on the bright podcast. side at least you can listen to bizarre states and then our podcast back to back so then you get like a double dose of horror yeah which i think is interesting because that's I not sexy we, we, double, double doors of horror uh, maybe we'll uh that sounds like it could be a porno double <laughs> penetration of horror double penetration of horror horror oh I was well horror too yeah. i don't know how well <laughs> strap-ons um yeah that's true um Anyway, so yes. uh, your uh, your how how has your week been since we've been gone for a week? A little stressful, um, just cause drama. But it's it's been good for the most part. You know what I just realized though, which mm. really kind of sucks. I did not buy anything Cthulhu related this year. Now I'm kind of sad. I should have gotten like, but I did. I was able to find some cool artwork, and I actually I don't know the artist's name. She was really sweet, and she signed my uh, my uh, artwork that I got from her. But it, she was really really nice. She had really really good prices. Um, uh, we can probably give her a um, yeah. Let's give her a shout out because uh, she did give out. They give out. She gave out free pins, but I guess she goes by Pigtails and Combat Boots. Uh, I'm not sure if there is a website for this or not, but uh, well, she did give you give out a card as well with the artwork. But yeah, that card is uh, somewhere. Yeah, it disappeared, but she was awesome, and like her her artwork was really cool, and she actually had like big prints, medium sized prints, and small prints, and actually she had like a couple little small ones where it was like a dollar for like little like postcard sized ones and then slightly bigger ones for like three dollars so it was actually it was really really nice to find something at comic-con that was actually um a decent price instead of having to look through and being like oh well that's really cool but that's sixty dollars for an eight by ten picture of you know deadpool giving a hug to Spider-Man, and you're just like, all right, I can probably find this on Amazon, and even if I can't, I don't want to pay $60 for well, this crap. Well, oh, uh, you did, but you didn't get anything Cthulhu-related, but you did get something horror movie-related. I did? You got a new pop vinyl. I did! Yes! Uh, and the only reason why we bought the you bought the pop vinyl, I should say, is because uh, on one side at the pop vinyl booth, there was uh, uh, pop vinyls that were $8, 
So that's why we she went ahead and got the one that she did. I'll let you reveal which one it is. Um, but yeah, because uh, they did have the other ones that I didn't – because I ended up – there was a one that I saw called the Swamp Thing one, which I didn't even know they made, which I would definitely get. But I wasn't going to get it there because I found it on Amazon for about like eight ninety nine. Uh, the only problem with some pop vinyls they had there, which I just realized with my pop vinyl collection, mm-hmm. is a lot of the ones that I have that were exclusive ones in Marvel boxes, DC boxes, and so on and so forth, uh, they are pretty pricey. So the Captain America – Iron Man Civil War one I have I think was going for about fifty bucks. Uh, a Deadpool one that I had was about thirty bucks. Thirty five, uh, yeah. Thirty five is funny. They had the Hulkbuster, which I really actually want, but I'm ended up just gonna buy it from. It was literally forty five dollars for this thing. You can buy it for fifty or like forty bucks on forty to forty five dollars on Amazon, or you can just get the entire like Marvel collector's box for like. I wasn't going to mention that because oh. now people are going to buy it up and then I'm not going to get one. Okay. Just kidding. Don't no, just buy kidding. <laughs> But yeah, you could actually just buy the Marvel uh, Core, uh, which I talk about on Longbox Guest along with the DC Legends as well. Um, but yeah, so a lot of the stuff that I did get is uh, pretty good prices. So in case I ever go into debt and I do want to sell some of the stuff, I can. But yeah, so anyways, let's talk about the cool pop vinyl you got because I actually want to start collecting those pop vinyls uh, along in the same – I believe they're with the Cthulhu – Right. Uh, ones because I know there's a separate one. There's the one that I got with Chucky, and I think part of the Chucky franchise. Well, not the Chucky franchise, but part like of that the thing. Chucky run. The yeah. Chucky run is going to be Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, uh, Pinhead, like all those kind of horror stuff. Oh, like I want to freaking. Oh, that would be cute to have a little uh, pop vinyl Pinhead. Uh, pinhead. <laughs> that would be so uh, but there's those them. horror ones, and then there's also what I like is the actual uh, Universal Monsters uh, that they actually have, like the original Mummy, uh, the original Ooh. you know Frankenstein, and so on and so forth. But you got one that was actually really kind of cool, uh, which I'm going to have to actually pick up because I'm a fanatic of this kind of stuff. But Yes, I actually, for $8, I found a Creature from the Black Lagoon, which A-K-A. was awesome. Um, What's his actual name? Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, I just told you this, and I blew people's mind when I said because other people were like, oh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. I'm like, you know what his actual name is? It's Gilman. Gilman. Oh, yeah. He's known as the Gilman. Oh, yeah, because you said that at Comic-Con, and I totally blacked it from my memory until now. <sighs> this is why I'm on the podcast. Yes, because you correct me on all things. No, I don't horror. correct you. I just this is the stuff I just. Okay, you update I'll, I'll, me I'll, I'll put and it this you way. keep me correct on you, all things. Horror. You actually know things that are probably real in the world and stuff like that, and I know pointless stuff that yeah, will never like help me your, out in life. Yeah, like and your, you know, because there's a huge call for that on the internet right now, and it drives yeah, there is. fucking nuts every time. There apparently, <clears> but <throat> no one, no one in. No one in their right mind will be all like they'll, everybody will just name it the creature from the black lagoon. No one will ever sit there going like, "Ooh, Gilman." There's no way I'm gonna say Gilman, and some random hot chick's just gonna run be like, "I'll blow you because you knew Gilman." That's not gonna happen in my entire life. You never know. No, if if it is a girl who does that, it's probably not gonna be the kind of girl I want to blow me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. She's probably gonna uh, look like <laughs> Gilman to begin with. So. Probably. That's probably why she was so excited about. It. She's like. What you like, Gilman Till? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was like <laughs> the perfect rendition of a grotesque fangirl thing. Oh, thank you. That. I'm I'm working on my impressions thanks to you. Ah. Apparently, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I didn't so even anyways, realize I was doing this. But so, anyways, awesome. uh, yeah. So speaking of which, uh, you should probably take a picture of that, and yes. uh, we'll post it on the uh, Instagram page and everything like that. I did get a lot of. Um, Doctor Who related things and I actually did get this is also sort of horror related. Oh, I did no, get good. a picture of the Cheshire Cat mm-hmm. um which 
it is horror related because they do have that Alice in Wonderland horror video game. Well, it's, which I really want to play because it was not really necessarily horror, but it's definitely disturbing. Yeah, I have to see if I can. I, I have to see if I can download that because I kind of want to get the deal that our friend got. Um, she downloaded it, uh, but you actually get one and two together. So it's uh, I forget what the first one's called, but then the second one is Alice. Uh, oh, the first one is just called Alice, I believe, and then the second one's called Alice: Return to Madness. Um, but yes, yeah. but yeah, we'll take pictures of that. But uh, speaking of the Doctor Who stuff, uh, we're still in the works on it and stuff like that. But yes, there will be a Doctor Who podcast coming to the Four Eye Radio Network. Possibly, um, if we can get everything together. No, it. we can definitely get it. Well, everything's pretty much together. We just have to pretty much sit down and just start doing it. Basically, what we need to do is come up with a name. Yeah. See if we want another co-host. I kind of do. Um, and that's fine. But can... I figure probably either pull someone from the current network or... You well, know. I don't know so much if we're going to be able to get anybody from the current network with everyone's busy schedule. We might oh, have to just pull somebody. Right. In. That's what I'm saying. You might want to. We might want to pull out some feelers. Uh, like I said, people are listening to it now. If you're, if you know Doctor Who stuff, basically how it's going to look at is Anna is a huge Doctor Who fan. I just got into Doctor Who, so basically what we're trying to do is also maybe get two veterans and a newcomer. So when veterans talk about it, then they also have the intake because I've obviously have pointed out some stuff in the show that you have been like. Oh, I didn't think about that. Or, oh, I forgot about that. Or, oh, that's a good point. So it's kind of cool to have, like, veterans in there and also, a, a like, a fresh new set of eyes looking at it. Sorry, I just got an email that was, like, funeral insurance. <laughs> like, what the fuck? They must know we're doing the horror podcast. Maybe. But, uh, like I said, we're not going to reveal anything else but that, but we're giving you a little teaser. A little, it's kind of like Doctor Who when they do their just thing. Just the tip. We're just giving you the, we're, no, we're just giving you the uh, the sonic screwdriver. Uh, oh. Um, but, yeah, like, it's basically like, and you know what? Hmm. We have plenty of time because I think the first episode should drop on Christmas. Yes! Oh, that would be amazing. That's the weird part. Like, I'm coming up with really good ideas, and I just got introduced to the show. So, oh my God. I'm an idea person. But, anyway, so that was uh, Anna's week. So, like we said, um, you'll definitely post some stuff. Uh, actually, if you just want to send me the pictures, and I'll just post them to the, you know, the Comic-Con run stuff yeah. of things you've got, and we can go from there. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about that you experienced this week besides uh, Phoenix Comic-Con and whatnot? Uh, well, related to Phoenix Comic Con, sorry, I'm kind of going down the nerd path more than the horror path right now. No, but that was my bad. I kind of was all like, I'm going to tease another show within a show, because that's what I do. No, that's good, though. I mean, maybe we can actually get some kind of cross-species well, uh, transmutation. Something that's kind of cool that I read about. So uh, E3 is coming up, and it has nothing to do with anything with B-Horrorcast, except for this little bit of the fact that we might be getting a... Uh, uh, Seed of Evil, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. Or, no, Evil Within 2, I think, might Ooh. be getting revealed at Phoenix... Uh, not Phoenix Comic Con. At E3 that's coming up this, uh, I believe, this week or this weekend when it starts. Something like that. So basically, I have to gear... I basically sent... This is what I got so mad about. Again, going off on wrong things, even though I just asked Anna, like, what are you, what's going on with you? Um... I sent out a thing asking Matthew and Raven, uh, my two co-hosts for Arcade Bros, because we haven't done a show in a while, and I want to get back in the swing of that because the webpage is down. I have no idea how, what I'm doing with that, especially with Longbox Cast, so that's – who knows? Uh, that's neither here or there, but I digress. Um, 
I told them, I was like, oh, we should do an E3 prediction of what we think is going to come out, what games are going to be revealed, and then we'll do a show afterwards of, like, what actually, you know, the coverage is. So sort E3. of like an Oscars pick, almost. A kind of. Well, not really an Oscar pick. Well, just a little predicting. more blind, but... Well, not a little bit more blind, but more just going into just, like, the rumors. Basically, Rockstar... Again, I'm going off into a huge different tangent. See, this is, we're not even talking about horror right now. Everyone's probably sitting there going like, when are you going to get out of horror? Yeah. But you know what? We wouldn't know because no one tweets us, no one texts us, no one sends us emails or hateful Nobody tweets loves or anything. me. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, I'm used to that. So. But uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, so uh, like Rockstar says they're going to reveal something. We all think it's going to be Red Dead Redemption 2, which please... Don't call it Red Dead Redemption 2. I've been saying your first one was called Red Dead Revolver. Your second one was called Red Dead Redemption. This one should be called Red Dead Revenge. Or Red Dead Resurrection of the game. I don't know. No, I would assume Red Dead Revenge. <laughs> I just went with an, another R word and just I understand that, but work. I'm saying Red Dead Revenge <laughs> would work. Resurrection, I think, would be the next one would be good because then you can start with a brand new character. But I think uh, Revenge would be good true. because I have a feeling you should... Okay, first game you played as uh, Mr. Marson, then the second game you played as the same guy. Then, spoiler alert, if you haven't played Red Dead Redemption, you're an idiot, don't raise your hand yet because i got to get through this. Um, he gets killed, you play as his son, so Red Dead Revenge would be the next one if you want to continue as his son. Boom. Done. Yes. What were you going to ask? I was just going to ask if I could say what I was going to say about Comic-Con. Yeah, go ahead. Like Sorry. I, like I said, I, I went off into a huge, huge... <laughs> That's all right. No, you're good. Um, I was just going to give a shout-out to... Um, there was a security guard... Well, actually, there's two people that I wanted to give a secu- uh, shout-out to. So, there was a security guard that we met. Yes, he was he running... Was super cool. Running the uh, beer area thing. Yeah, he was right next to uh, Santan Brewery. Jinx. Yeah. <sighs> Damn it! You can't do a jinx on a podcast. I know it's, it's just, just like, the, it's like the dick. You can <laughs> okay. You can only do jinx on a podcast if you have another co-host. That's you can't true. do it when it's two people because then it's just all like then it's just silent. It's just like hey, what do you think of? Oh shit, I forgot. You're still jinx, Anna. Anyways, uh, um, but yes. So I his name dick. escapes me right now, but he was really cool, dude. He's like this really big dude, and I was talking to him about like because I was gonna go as my costume as Squirrel Girl. Because, but I, for the life of me, I couldn't find anything brown. Like, literally nothing. So I just gave up, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just not going to go as Squirrel Girl. I'm just going to just go on my normal clothing. So I was talking to this, uh, this basically he was a, like a security slash bouncer dude. Yeah, for the beer hut. Yeah. Um, really, well, well, he's a just really, like the beer area in general. Yeah, he was, he was a really, he was a really, really cool nice guy. guy, though. He was a really cool guy, yeah. Um, but I was talking to him and I was like, oh yeah, I was thinking about, I was like, yeah, I was going to go as Squirrel Girl. And he immediately knew who I was talking about and was like, Squirrel Girl's a badass and she kicks everybody's ass. I was like, oh, and it just made me super happy that like I pulled, was able to pull like this totally obscure reference from comics and that somebody actually knew what I was talking about. All right, go ahead. Oh, no, I got really excited because my, my Marvel core block should be coming this month, and I'm kind of hoping the pop vinyl is going to be a Squirrel Girl. So. That would be awesome. Because it's Women of Power, and they already showed like Miss Marvel and the Spider-Gwen. Don't get me wrong, I do want a Spider-Gwen pop vinyl. So that gets released actually July 1st, so I might have to do some early birthday shopping for myself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm kind of hoping. And then they also showed She-Hulk, but I'm kind of hoping, okay, this is what I'm hoping for. And this is going to be weird. I'm predicting it on the B-Horg. This is why you need to follow me on every podcast because i predict stuff on different stuff and then it shows up uh, and then this is how we can give out prizes but what i'm predicting for the marvel core box of women of power kind of hoping it's a miss marvel t-shirt 
I'm kind of hoping it's probably going to be a She-Hulk either pin or patch. Uh, I'm really hoping for uh, the comic might be uh, Spider-Gwen. And I'm hoping that the pop vinyl is going to be Squirrel Girl. And then if you give me a Dorbs, I have no idea what that's going to be. It might be like Mrs. Fantastic or something. I don't know. Uh, oh, Invisible uh, Girl. Or yeah, it could also even be like one of the X-Men characters. Uh, it might. Oh, if it's actually. Oh, that'd be good. If it's What's-Her-Face Mystique, that'd be really kind of cool. That'd be kind of nice. But uh, that's, what I'm, uh, that's what I'm hoping for. So we'll see what happens with the uh, thing. So if you follow this and you also listen to Longbox Cast, once uh, the next episode comes out, we will talk about. I Actually, I got to start doing my videos. I keep saying I'm going to do a video when I reopen the boxes of Loot Crate, Nerd Block, Arcade Block, and everything like that. And I did one, and then I never posted it because I have no idea how to edit or anything like that with my computer. I kind of wish I had a MacBook because they have a really good thing. Um, they have the iMovie, and it's very easy to oh, use, yeah. very easy to edit, and I fucking wish I had that. Um, I tried to. I was. Yeah, I love iMovie. It's awesome. I thought, yeah, Anna has done some very risque movies on there. Um, and she'll never see unless they get leaked to the internet. Anyways, no, you'll never uh, see them unless you do hashtag uh, movie Anna date, movie date. Anna movie date. So, um, but anyway, so back to Comic Con with the cool guy with the swirl girl. Sorry, I went on. Yes. A so shout out to him because he was awesome, super nice, and we actually were able to like go back and have a conversation with him after we left for a little while. Like he was super chill. Really enjoyed talking to him. Um, other the last shout out I want to give to is a woman that we were talking to and again I I apologize I cannot remember your name if you're listening to this you're really cool and really enjoyable to talk did to Did I give her my card? Yes you did. Okay, well hopefully she'll find I this really hope you're podcast. listening to this podcast and I really hope you email us at notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com because I would love oh, to hear from you. About that, yeah. Um it would be so much fun to hear from you. But she ended up talking to us and we had like this 20 minute conversation because I mentioned something about how, uh, like we were talking and well, first I said something, well, first of all, I thought said something that I thought was genius. I don't understand why people were not cosplaying as anybody from the, uh, cabin in the woods movie because honestly, like I think the creepiest character from that movie that I saw that would have been very easy to cosplay as was the little ballerina girl with just like five or six rows of teeth in her mouth and like no eyes or anything and like really just need a mask of that and a ballerina costume and you're you're done um yeah you know what I what I'm sorry we really should look into uh we should really look into some horror cons yeah. But I digress. Um, yes, but anyways, so we were talking about... Um, but yeah, yeah. actually, you're, you're right, though, um, <clears throat> which we have to watch that movie and review it because it's such a good movie. I love that movie. I think that's probably. I wish it was still on Netflix. I don't know if it is or not, but fucking good movie. And I'm so I'm I'm very depressed with myself that I never saw it in theaters. I ended up just I ended up just seeing it on Netflix or whatnot. I think one of my favorite parts is whenever he just has that huge freaking bong that turns into a coffee cup. I was like, I need that. I don't first off, Okay, first off, I have to give it uh, is Josh Whedon is the one who um wrote uh, the movie, I believe, and I think he directed it. But uh, what I have to give a hands up, so that professor guy comes walking out with the huge bong and everything. First off, I'm looking at the guy going, there's your fucking Shaggy. Yeah. If you really, if you're not going to cast me as Shaggy, I don't know if I'm going to be able to be Shaggy at this point because I've been doing those push-up things and getting into shape. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, going to be like a rip built Shaggy. shaggy. <laughs> like zoinks, man. Like I'm going to rip your head off, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you guys can get me a trainer and get me on a no idea that's like the look i want to voice That's shaggy your dream. I, I, I okay look 
I would love to be a voice, sit there and just be like that voice. Like that would be just great for me. And I, I like nothing against Matthew Lillard. I love him as an actor and stuff like that. He, oh, he was he, a great Shaggy. He was he's a good one Shaggy. Of the best li- well, he's the only good live action Shaggy that I've seen. Well, see, there's but, only been two because they did like a young version of, but, but what ooh. I, but the thing that, that, um, thing that I thought was so funny is when I was watching one of the greatest Scooby-Doo shows ever made, uh, besides the original and, and so forth and everything, it was Mystery Inc. Incorporated, which was the the intro music actually now we use for uh, not another B-Horror cast because I absolutely love it, was the fact that it went back to the old style when I was watching it. I'm all like, man, that guy just sounds like Matthew Lillard doing Shaggy, like a guy just playing. And then I found out that Matthew Lillard is the voice of Shaggy. Now, nothing against him or anything like that, but... I already know I do a great Shaggy, and I know that, um, you know, uh, I think you would, you'd actually do him, do Shaggy justice. I think you'd do a good job of it. I am totally blanking on the name of the original Shaggy right now. And you're not even high. No, I'm not. And I feel really bad because it's one of my, because he just passed Casey away. Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem, fuck. This is Casey Kasem here talking about... Horror movies. Where in the world is Casey Kasem riding dead corpse? Where in the world is Casey Kasem's riding dead corpse? (laughs) Now, see, I can do a Casey Kasem, but then you just have to go like, Like Soinks, man! Like this is ridiculous! Like Soinks, man! Uh, The greatest part about that, though, is Casey Kasem actually did voice Shaggy's father in that new rendition of the cartoon show. But, uh, and not to to put anything against uh, Frank Welker, because I know they're listening to this podcast religiously. No, they don't. Uh, Frank Welker, who is uh, actually the original voice and always the voice of Fred Jones uh, and has done many different voices but he is the voice of Scooby-Doo now but I actually think I do more of the original Scooby-Doo from the old cartoon show because his Scooby-Doo is a little high pitch like a little bit higher and mine's more like the (laughs) so I think mine so just give me those two parts uh, in Hollywood, and I'll be. I don't have to do any other voice acting. If well, I can they don't just, even have to pay you. No, they have to pay me because uh, I want to do that for a living. But if that's the only two voices, well, okay. they only have to pay you enough to get by, and you're good. Because uh, you can get by on stand-up, too. I'll put it this way. I don't know if I could do stand-up. Um, yeah, you could. You'll apparently, I have to get back into that. Hashtag Steve do stand-up again. Um, but, yeah, no. So, <laughs> I digress. Okay, look. I'm just going to have to... We're gonna. I'm going to have to make her sit down and watch. We might just have to do an entire, like, I don't know, a couple of months of just Scooby-Doo Incorporated. Uh, it's only two seasons, which fucking sucks. Because Cartoon Network always cancels Scooby-Doo for whatever fucking reason. But, uh, yeah, I digress. But back to Cabin in the Woods. That was, to me, I when I looked at that character, the professor with the bong and everything like that, I was like, that's a shaggy. Uh, it's not even a pref- professor. It was just like a pothead that has this amazing no. bong. And then, like, you're no, like... No, I thought it was like a... No. Like a, no, he, he I don't think... A, no. He was a professor... I don't think he was. I, I thought everybody else was like a college student. He was kind of like a, uh, or he was going for a degree at some. I, yeah, I think I, he was going for a degree in some. He was probably like some science degree or something. But that's what I love about it so much is like even a blonde chick mm-hmm. is actually this really brilliant girl. Yes. And like, but then like they're like, oh well, we need the the whore, so we're just gonna like make her the whore. And then what's her name was like, well, I'm not a virgin. And <laughs> the Gurney Weaver goes, we work with what we get. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. but um, originally, okay, so going back 
back to the yes, original so. conversation. <laughs> You're good. So uh, I wanted to get a shout out to this woman because yes. she was amazing. We were talking about horror. Um, uh, there, and, and she said she would listen to the podcast, so I really hope she yeah, does. Yeah, she's into horror, and she also subscribes to like the, the one of the boxes because we were talking about it. Because yeah. we saw a lot of Loot Crate t-shirts. And I was um, mentioning that I, I was wearing a my Gremlins shirt, yes. which is a uh, Nerd Block shirt. And I mentioned and said, oh, I've seen it. apparently we're supposed to have a sponsor, but uh, someone has not has gotten on the fucking ball with that. I'm blaming Eric. Yeah, well, it's always Eric's fault. Um, Eric fucking Dewey. Fuck you. <laughs> Actually, I no. I feel bad saying that because, uh, spoiler alert, no, I can't. No. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put know what? Eric, no, you're no. kind of a douche, but we still love you. No, that's not what I'm going to do. No, that's, <laughs> I was going to I was going to get angry with him, but you know what? He has, if you guys listen to this, and then Friday, when you listen to Socially Awkward, hopefully, like I said, you need to follow me like I'm a fucking Marvel movie, okay? I leave bits and pieces. There's a teaser, so I'm putting a pin in this, and you're going to have to listen to Socially Awkward on Friday to figure out what the rest of the story is, because Eric has some big announcements that's going on, so boom. Bam. Assholes. Um. Yes. Yeah, let's belittle the little bit of listeners we have. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yes, this woman that I gave her my card, told her about the network, told her to listen to the show. And um, of course, she's always welcome on as a guest if she wants to talk about it, because she seemed to be very knowledgeable with horror, and it was really cool just having a conversation with her. Um, and like we were just, we actually started talking about Loot Crate, and then we started talking about Gremlins, because I was wearing my Gremlins shirt, and it just kind of progressed from there into horror. Which, she was by really the way, knowledgeable, really I don't know if... You have talked about your Gremlin shirt. Now, the coolest part about your Gremlin shirt, like, it has gizmo on and stuff like that, but there's this faint little line that you can see, like, in the blackness that you really don't on notice. Gizmo, yeah. You don't really notice, but when it goes to darkness, boom, it's a Gremlin. It's, like, one it of the coolest... It's a dark di- Gremlin. Gremlin. It's, like, one of the coolest t-shirt designs, and actually, I'm kind of pissed off that I didn't have Luke, uh, Nerd Block at that time, because I really kind of want to... Just be like, I, I should probably look for that shirt online or something like that because it's, oh, a, yeah, it's a pretty badass shirt. Um, yeah, speaking of badass shirts, I am wearing my Rick from Rick and Morty t-shirt from uh, Nerd Block's last uh, thing. Yeah, fucking I'm Nerd getting, Block is fucking amazing. I'm I getting, love I'm that getting shirt. worried because I've, like I said, been doing push-ups and doing a little bit of working out and my arms are now uh, really tight around the sleeves. And now <laughs> I'm debating if I have to go with extra large just for sleeve size. Um, and this isn't like me trying to be like, oh, I'm getting huge. It's just. Well, yeah, I mean, like if you work out, obviously that's going to happen. If And if you're built like you are, then obviously that's going to be an issue. Like but at least your arms don't being. look like this. Not yet. Give it time. I need steroids. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like that's that's I'm kidding. I'm not going to steroids, kids. But yeah, that's the guy. Okay, that... I just called everyone kids. Like kids listen to this. Okay, children. Um. But anyways, so I get the children. Hey, chef. Hey, chef. Um. Anyways, <laughs> we really got off. Track. Yeah. So you know what? We back go- to horror. I was gonna say we were off for a week, so we're trying to fill. Like I always. This okay. I'm again going off. We're gonna maybe ju- we'll give you a two-hour special. No, 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 we were no. no. For- <laughs> after after this after this tangent, we're gonna go into the horror movie news or the eerie news of the week. Um. There's some stuff I want to touch upon and everything like that. But uh. Before we did, yeah, we were gone, and I always get worried that I'm like, oh, we're never gonna have enough filler time. We're never gonna, and we always seem to produce like a 45 to an hour minute show because I realize all this fucking rambling. And I, actually, this is what I did. This I didn't put the stuff in the beginning because I know we have the 
the bumpers and stuff to do the mm-hmm. the things for the sponsors and i'm thinking like okay if i do that we can do more show and literally it's almost been 30 minutes of us just rambling, uh, about, us just rambling <laughs> about this so anyways let's get back on track to the show um sorry about that kids and everybody that because i know what you like to li- i really want to know if people actually enjoy this and like to be in part of our world and stuff like that so <laughs> let us know if not we'll try to if you'd be like okay ha- either hashtag cut the shit and we'll just dive into all the horror stuff or hashtag just do what you're doing because it's good uh, on a uh, B-Horror Yeah, cast. well, hashtag keep it going or ha- hashtag cut it out. Yeah, cut it out. Um, okay, so without further ado, we're going to jump into the uh, eerie news of the week. News of the week. And I really need better sound drops. Blah. Um, okay, so um, this is a video. This is a yeah. This is a video that came from uh, coast to coast. Um, it's a demon speaks through a possessed woman. Now I'm going to play the audio. Uh, and I did post it on the Facebook page, so we're, we I usually always ask every time I see these things, is uh, is it fake, is it real, um, whatnot. So I'll go ahead and play a little bit of the audio, and uh, we'll uh, go from there. So I don't know if you want to come around and watch the video yes. while you leave your headphones on. Um, and we'll do that for a little bit, and then we'll uh, see if it, we, we say yay or nay. And like I said, I'm always like Fox Motor, I want to believe, but sometimes you just can't. So without further ado... You know, this is actually in another different uh, country. I'm going. She's going to hell. This doesn't exist now. She giving birth. My father is coming for her. I'm reading the subtitles right now, so. Okay, so I did not know. The video is posted on our Facebook page. Uh, of course, has, you know, it's uh, from the Coast to Coast. Uh, so definitely watch it. I didn't know it was in subtitles and everything like that. But um, it looks like someone just did some really bad dubbing and just put whatever they wanted to. Uh, what do you think? I don't know. I'd probably have to watch it again. Oh, okay. For, uh, be, it's kind of seemed like gibberish. It really did seem like gibberish. I mean, like, at first I was like, oh, shit. And it did sound like there a couple times there was, like, another voice speaking. But I don't know if that was just, like, added audio effects or what. Yeah. That's why, like, I'm always kind of wary about that. And I really hate it whenever they have, like, the, like, the, the, uh, it's not portrait. It's oh yeah, it, the like the portrait camera shot, and they have like the blurriness on the side. It's super distracting to me. I hate that. Oh my god, really? That, what? <sighs> okay, so I just watched another uh, thing from Coast to Coast or Coast, yeah, Coast to Coast AM. 
mm-hmm. it was basically uh, this was also part of Eerie News of the Weeze. Uh, filmed uh, film at Loch Ness. Apparently, according to uh, June first, a uh, you know maybe a tantalizing format at uh, Loch Ness monster. Maybe a tourist has found something. I just watched the video and I'm like, are you kidding me? Uh, they zoom in all the way to the thing. Uh, I can post this video. Like I said, uh, we usually try to post everything um, on the day of the thing. <laughs> and it's literally the ripples in the water, like from far away. Yeah, what the heck? That it's, could just it, be fish. Yeah, it could be fish It's or ripples in the water. Oh, I see what it... They're basically trying to say that it's uh, like... It kind of looks like a... Not a spine, but it kind of looks like several scales, like over a huge distance. But so I would I say that, but you, understand. Can, but you can literally see the way, the, the water making those, you know, things. It's not... Well, yeah, well... No, I'm saying it looks like... It doesn't look like breakers. It looks like it's... Eh, it's fake. I'm just sorry. But... I can see... I can see both ways. Uh, that's what she said. Because um, it does look like it's traveling. But we will... Okay, so then... So, sorry about those. Those are... To me, I want to believe, but I can't with that. Um, so, uh, Anna. Okay, so to me, the Loch Ness thing is more believable than well, the, the demon thing. Demon thing. <laughs> but I will say this, Anna, I know, uh, yes. I know your lease isn't up for another year, almost, uh, next, uh, probably May, April, uh, June, March, something like that. Uh, but the uh, Adamyville like Horror, uh, house is for sale. Do you want to live there? Yes. You do want to yes. live there. Uh, I'm actually curious what the, um... Just so I can prove that the Amityville horror is not actually real. So listed at $850,000. And nearly 12,000 square feet. If it's $850, that would be all over that. (laughs) It's $850,000, which actually probably isn't too bad, especially for like a farmhouse, but. In New York, so. Yeah. Um, Shit. Uh, But I don't really. I don't really think that the Amityville horror thing actually happened. Um, uh, I'll put it this way. I believe the first owners, owners of the house where the guy actually went through and murdered everybody, I believe that happened. Oh, no, I absolutely believe that I, happened. I, I believe that there might have been something weird going on with him, uh, but I think that if I, there had been anything going on with him, it probably left with him. Yeah, I, I don't think the family that moved in later, uh, any of that stuff might have happened. I mean, I could be wrong. Again, we have to do some investigating some of that. But uh, before that, further ado for Eerie News of the Week, this is actually more terrifying than anything that we just were talking about. Uh, this is actually something I saw on my Facebook feed. I think uh, one of my friends posted or whatnot. But Boyfriend Records Teen's horrifying, horrifying Final Moments. Now, yes. this was a disturbing story. Um, basically, a boyfriend pretty much... Uh, yeah, bef- boyfriend records teens' horrifying final moments before killing her. Um, so he literally was like strangling her and like. Well, basically, what ended up happening is disturbing evidence uh, in the disappearance of sexually assault of a murderer of a 15-year-old Texas girl surfaced at the uh, Harris uh, County Juvenile Detention Center Wednesday. Karen Prez, teenager boyfriend, has been charged. Uh, in her death, uh, prosecutors are presenting chilling evidence taken from his cell phone, including a text message and an audio recording. Um, actually, this is the news story. Do you want me just to play the news story? Um, so it says uh, the the police arrested the boyfriend. As after, friends and family oh. continue to mourn the death of 15-year-old South Houston High School student Karen Perez. The case against her accused killer is coming into focus. I think that justice has to be 
serve for Karen. Prosecutors tell Newsfix that a male teen who the Perez family says is her boyfriend is charged with murder. A judge held a probable cause hearing at the Harris County Juvenile Justice Center Wednesday. Attorneys say the accused killer texted Perez the day she went missing, saying, skip school with me or I'll kill you. Surveillance video from a taqueria near the girl's home shows the suspect and Perez together that same day. Prosecutors say Perez's father was concerned when his daughter didn't come home. And when he asked the boyfriend to help him look for his daughter, the teen replied, you won't find her. She's dead. Later, the suspect's father went to South Houston police and told them he believes his son killed Perez. A third teen who was with Perez and the accused killer leading up to the crime led police and Texas Equisearch volunteers to the abandoned apartment where they found Perez's body. Police went to the suspect's home and found video on his cell phone of him sexually assaulting Perez. The teenage girl can be heard pleading for her life and the accused killer telling her, I told you so. She had a whole life ahead of her. She was beautiful and young. Karen had a lot of love in her heart, you know. It's a jarring reminder that even teenagers, while not fully mature, are fully capable of evil. I wouldn't say so much as incapable of evil, just more like fucked up shit. But um, well, yeah, uh, what's really just disturbing about like we we were saying like of course like he you know he he sexually assaulted her, strangled her, but then he even stuffed like her body in like underneath like a cabinet like in the kitchen or something like that of these abandoned uh, uh, apartment complex or whatnot. I think the most disturbing part for me is it says at the end of the article when presented with the evidence and asked if he killed her. The teen replied, yes, I did. That's all I'm saying. Like, no remorse. No. Uh, uh, literally, he just doesn't give a shit. And that's kind of freaky to me. Like, It's very disturbing, uh, considering uh, if he's like a 14-year-old or 15-year-old, you know, kind of teen or anything like that. And it's just like, okay, then I don't know if any of the parents... Like, I'm, I'm curious. I, I kind of want to follow this story. When more stuff comes out, I'm kind of curious if there's going to be more stuff where it kind of goes into... Maybe he murdered, you know, animals in his youth, or you know, that's the building of a serial killer. It's a building of somebody he who doesn't. He's a quiet boy, pretty much. Just well, not even himself. that, but it's uh, the person who has no empathy. You know, this. Uh, yeah, it has no sense of moral. Has no moral compass. What's basically, the, well, not even that. No, I'm trying to remember the word. A sociopath. You know, it's just somebody who doesn't care and. Well, yeah, the, yeah. You, you like know, they committed. have no, they have no sense of right and wrong. They have no moral compass. They have no sense of remorse or empathy or pretty much anything. They're just like, eh. Which is actually like, it's just, it's fucked up. Yeah, it's messed Anyways. up. And I, I know it's a weird story to kind of end on, but it's also one of the weird, like, it's again, it's. It's if any other story like I mean we have run into a couple one where it was like the you know the person who you know went on the OK Cupid and you know was murdered and the body was chopped up and some of that just certain things like that like we said we are gonna touch upon and things but this is just such a bizarre story that it's just like this person like this literally happened June second just this person just like the response that he gave to people going like hey we have to find your your girlfriend's missing where is he? he's like oh you won't find her she's dead it's just like really that's the that's it's the like kind he of... didn't even care if he got caught or not he's yeah just like, it was really eh. like. Like, it's just so weird. He has um, no filter. <laughs> yeah, no filter. But um, with on the light, so that's gonna wrap up eerie news of the week. Uh, I I figure we'd we try to spin this now into <laughs> to better stuff. So let's go to horror movie TV news. Uh, you found this one, so I guess the trailer is now out for that uh, Eli Roth movie, yes. uh, Clown. 
which apparently is getting a lot of buzz, a lot of cool stuff with this one. And I didn't even know this, but the director, uh, Eli's Roth Production Horror Film, gets a new U.S. trailer. But I didn't know this. Um, uh, what is going on? Uh, I don't care about the NBA Finals. Why are you showing me this? Um, uh, I didn't even know this. The director of this movie, Clown, is actually the director who's now attached to the Spider-Man movie, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. So I'm kind of intrigued to watch this movie, freaky as hell as it going to be, and then go to the, uh, uh, you know, thing. So Clown's official trailer, so I'm going to play this here. It's going to be rated R. And let's take a look. There's no clown coming. Who double books a clown? I thought you had a backup. Everything's gonna be fine. You were perfect. Mr. Clown! Dad, hurry, I'm gonna be late! I physically cannot get it off. It's suffocating. One, two. Daddy? Oh, Jack, sweetie, let's get you to bed. can't wait to see that movie that looks creepy and crazy and i like the premise of it uh that's kind of cool um i have no idea if i'm gonna get to track anna to this though because not only is it a clown uh she does not like i can't even get her to watch uh killer clowns from outer space people so i have no idea how i'm gonna drag her to this movie but it looks pretty cool and i like the premise i didn't even know about that it's like it's the skin of a demon that the people put on, which is just fucking yeah, I thought such that a was cool interesting. idea. Uh, looks really good. And the clown, when it becomes like a creepy demon thing, like it was showing little bits and pieces of it, it looks fucking good. So The only downside I saw about that trailer is that it seems to reveal a little too much about the movie. So now I'm like, do I really like need to see the movie? But at the same time, like you said, like it's the skin of a demon, so... 
I guess even though they revealed like pretty much the entire plot, I kind of want to see that just to see how that plays out. Yeah, I kind of want to know what they're <laughs> going to do, especially since it looks like like it's not like this weird thing where he's like, I can't get the costume off and no one believes him. Like his wife is really gun ho of like, what the hell's going on with my husband kind of thing. So, yeah, she's actually like supportive of her husband. It's not like that stupid like, oh, you're just faking. Yeah, you're just faking kind of bullshit thing. Yeah. So uh, I kind of intrigued with that. I always kind of like it when they finally give like the woman uh, common fucking sense. sense yeah in a horror movie and not just like what's going on gary you know the nose thing freaked me out when he rips it off yes i was like oh yeah it's crazy so uh this is kind of cool i didn't even know about this but apparently amazon so amazon uh is like netflix where they've been doing a lot of their own uh you know kind of uh own content um Yes. As we're just saying, so Amazon is moving forward with Carnival Row uh, from Gilmore del Toro, which I had no idea uh, there was something. Yeah, Gilmore del Toro. Guillermo. Gilmore, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Gilmore del Toro, whatever. Gilmore Girls del Toro, yes. Gilmore Girls del Toro. But uh, yeah, a killing on uh, Carnival Row with quite the investment from uh, him. It uh, looks like uh, Amazon's going to be getting a kind of a cool thing. So it's like a killing. A killing on a carnival row is set in the future city called Burger, uh, which looks looks like an 18th century London. Um, So inhabited by humans and other creatures and a serial killer on the loose. So I look forward to this. Of course, I don't have the Amazon Prime, but I might have to be getting Amazon Prime for certain shows that are going to be coming this way. So it's kind of good that uh, things are going on. And I totally forgot about this um, because I just saw a preview for it. Or the advertisement for it, or whatnot. Uh, David, uh, sh- uh, guest on the show, has been. To, he hit me up. I haven't him back because I want to check with you, but I was like, I should probably watch the first one first. But he wants to go see The Conjuring Two. Yes. Uh, so I figured we'd probably go, we'd probably go see it with him, uh, and then yeah. probably have us all sit down. But I probably figured I should probably see the first one before I jump into this one because I have honestly no idea. Oh. And we can look at it this way. If you and I ever just not become friends anymore, then you can just do the show with David. No, I, we, already, we already <laughs> talked about that. Like I said, with uh, with Longbox Gas, I have to re- if Kyle decides not to do the show with me anymore, I have to find another person named Kyle. Mm-hmm. And with this show, I just have to find another ginger. So um, yeah. it's pretty easy. So Us fucking gingers are interchangeable. Not that's the sad part. I want to say interchangeable, but you guys are very hard to find. Um, it's like the fucking Spurth Village. You guys uh, well, live actually, in your own yeah. colonies. If Gargamel finds out where you are, he's gonna turn you into ginger pie. I don't know. Oh, actually, we're not up. interchangeable. I let me change that. We're each unique, but we're each entertaining in our own way. So I mean, no matter what, you're gonna get a show. It just depends on what kind of show you want. Um, like mine is just fucking psychotic. Uh, so this new sh- uh, this new movie actually is called Don't Knock Twice. Uh, the, the teaser trailer has come out, or not the Sounds teaser, sexy. not the teaser trailer has come out, but the teaser poster has come out, and it looks really fucking creepy. It's like this woman's weird, creepy like hand, and it says uh, from the producer and director of The Machine. Uh, Pray she doesn't answer. Don't knock twice. Um, is a uh, car dog W. James film. Um, but it looks like it'll say, yeah, people from uh, uh, Oculus, Riddick, uh, Battlestar Galactica, stars alongside Lucy, you know. Uh, and it looks like the synopsis says, Don't Knock Twice follows a gr- guilt ridden mother. Guilt ridden mother. Wow, can't speak. Who wants to reconnect with her daughter she was forced to place in care to save her strange daughter? She has to uncover the terrifying truth behind. The urban legend of a vengeful demonic witch. 
Hmm. So it seems pretty interesting. I kind of like the uh, art for it too. Yeah, I like it. The hand almost looks like a uh, like a vulture uh, kind of claw almost. <laughs> Vultures uh, are cute. <laughs> uh, but Sorry. yeah, so I thought that was kind of interesting. So we got that new one, and then of course new news has come out. Oh, of course I want to give a shout out. It was uh, a couple of days ago, but uh, Robert uh, England uh, he just turned uh, sixty nine. It was his birthday, I believe, on June. Uh, What's today? The seventh. It was yesterday, June sixth. A very happy birthday, Robert England, uh, and I really hope he did get a sixty-nine. Uh, I hope so too. But he did talk about how he did want to be in the next uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. <gasps> yes. Uh, so we'll find out what his cameo role might be, or if he might be coming back. Hells to the yes. To the mantle, which I kind of hope he would. Because uh, yeah, honestly, he's the only. He's the only Freddy. Yeah. He's the only Freddy. He's for the, I mean, even if they had other people playing him, he's the only Freddy. He's the only one who can pull that shit off. So, especially with that makeup, jeez. Uh, so this is crazy. So while doing press for the kick-ass new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie, uh, Plain Tim Dunes producer uh, Brad Filler and Andrew Form spoke a bit more about the upcoming new Friday the Thirteenth film. Uh, the lace, uh, last week broke with the film. Uh, the flick include another origin story, and Fuller and uh, Form dropped some more info for fans. We're going to go back. We are going to go back and meet that family. Uh, Fuller told Yahoo, speaking of the 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 Voorhees clan, Ooh. so it might actually be going. So according to what a lot of people have been saying is Friday the 13th might be Friday the 13th reunion. So you get to meet his mom again. And I'm kind of hoping she comes back. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, Jason's father was well, almost... Well, she's probably up, too old to play the mother, but maybe she could play like the grandma. The grandma or some of that, but it just says Jason's father was almost at the end of Jason Lives. Uh, no one wants an origin story. Somebody says that sounds awful. Pretty sure the origin story is fine as it is, but with uh, Platinum Dunes, we won't know horror fart. Fuck remakes 2016. Uh, these are just people, what they say. Wow, remake cycling is so vicious, they decided to remake Rob Zombie Halloween twice because this and the upcoming. Okay, well, that's well, first because off, Rob Zombie Halloween. makes crap Fuck. movies. Okay, for, okay. I'm curious about Rob Zombie's newest film because it sounds something interesting and unique with the uh, 31. Oh, that's the thing, though. He comes up with unique ideas, and then he totally butchers it. Well, that's what I'm curious about. Uh, Devil's Rejects I thought was horrible, even though everyone raves about it. Uh, same with H House of a Thousand Corpses. Piece of shit. Uh, then the, 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 the two remakes of the Halloween movies. Fucking horrible. The only casting they did correctly in that movie was uh, Michael... Fassbender? No, Michael McKeon, I believe, uh, the white-haired guy. Uh, he was the doctor dude or whatnot. I might be getting his name wrong. Oh, no, uh, Michael McKell... Michael... Fuck, he's in Clockwork Fucking Orange. He's the main guy in that. Oh, um, yeah, I love that guy. But, okay, look, no one wants a remake, and no one likes reboots. And, okay, if you were to go do another Jason movie right now without having to revamp it, redo it, or whatnot, I understand. It's a it's a, it's a classic movie. You don't want to touch it just like uh, Nightmare on the Street. But if you actually can kind of give the source material to somebody who actually knows everything and can do something with it, we'll see what happens. I guarantee it the movie probably won't do too well. But, again, there's so many remakes and reboots and reshots and revamps and all this kind of stuff. It's like no I give them props for coming up with an original idea. Uh, they're trying so okay at least they're not doing a shot for shot remake from what they did with the new friday or i'm not saying shot for hot remake but the i never saw the remake of <clears throat> like friday the remake the 13th, of or, or, friday, say, or friday the, or uh nightmare, nightmare on, elm on elm street yeah it was literally like a remake of the first one only worse and i was like are you freaking kidding me like and it's just like uh, so i mean it's the problem when you try to remake a new horror 
franchise. I mean, honestly, I like the idea of what if they oh, oh, Steve's coming up with a new. The only problem is, is I can't do it because I don't own any of the characters. But hear me out, people. Think about this. So I know they're making an expendable like horror movie mm-hmm. where it's everybody from the horror genre, the guy who plays Jason Voorhees, you know, Ryan, uh, Robert England and stuff like that. But I don't know if they're playing their characters. So Robert England, the Robert England, the guy who played Jason Voorhees, the guy who played Pinhead, the guy. I, I don't know who is also attached to this project. I, I believe the guy who played Leatherface and so on and so forth. But I the don't know. Played, I well, don't know if they're just going to be, um, if they're just going to be themselves in this movie, kind of doing stuff. Or, but how about this? Monster Squad is a great movie. Old movie, 1984, classic Universal movie, monsters and everything like that. Why don't we do a new twist on that and? For some strange reason, you have Jason, you have Freddy, you have Pinhead, you have Chucky, you have all these great people. Scream. Uh, uh, Ghostface. You have yeah. all these great horror people put together, and you kind of do like almost like you know Suicide Squad movie where you can kind of be like, we need to wipe out a country, or we need to get rid of somebody, or we need to do something, or something like that, and you get a, this ooh. basically team of monsters. Ooh, 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 ooh. How about it's like a like almost like a grudge type situation? Where there's something, or maybe not necessarily grudge, but it's sort of like a poltergeist type situation where something is like so bad that they need this entire team of evil things to team up against something that's even worse. To kill that. Yes. Uh, you know, and get all the classic people back together, you know, for, and honestly, one big, one, like, I don't know the story, I don't know everything about, but, like, one big, like, final, like, boom to put the cap on everything. And, uh, Michael Yeah, Moore. Michael Myers. Myers, yeah. Yeah, Michael Moore. Michael the, Moore. Uh, well, he yeah. is, he is pure evil, so. I just want to see that, like, they're just walking so. down the street, Michael Moore shows up, and just one of them just stabs him and walks away. I'm here to document just uh, everybody eh. from the horror franchise, because I'm Michael Moore. And somebody just um, chops his head off, or no, freaking uh, Jason just chops his head off and keeps walking. <laughs> so you think about it, you have like Friday the 13th, so what you can call this one is, uh, <laughs> God, say so Monster Squad. Uh, this one you can call, uh, <laughs> so bad. Huh. You don't have to use the name, but uh, we'll call it the Monster Mash. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good lord. Uh, but, okay, I will say this. If this fucking movie happens after this podcast, I, someone needs to give me some kind of a check. Right? Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that would be actually kind yeah, of cool. And, like, and, and look, also, you know how much money they would freaking make? Because, like, literally, I, you'd have the Michael Myers fans. You'd have the Pinhead fans. You'd have freaking Scream fans. You'd have uh, Child's Friday Play, fans. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, you know, every kind of... I'm just trying to think of iconic horror people to come together, do this thing. And the greatest part is... Ooh! They should have Sam. I would cry with joy if they had you Sam. You can have Sam. You could have a cameo. Even if it's just bit little parts or whatnot. But what I'm saying is you do this and everyone – this is kind of like the last hurrah and everyone can kind of hang up their mantles. You know, and this could be the last, you know, like, you know, you know, he comes back, England does his Freddy and he's out. And then this is a way you can then go, okay, this, you got this movie. And if we want to do a fucking reboot, we don't care what happens after because we got this fucking movie where all these people like teamed up kind of thing. And Um, then like Robert England doesn't have to come back as Freddy Krueger if he doesn't want to, because he can be like, you know what? I had my last raw. I had my, like my closing curtain basically yeah this would be everyone's swan song i feel yes um 
But I know what everyone's thinking. Everyone's all like, oh, but if they get together, they have to fight. I'm like, okay, we did Freddy versus Jason. There was no point for them to fight in the beginning anyways. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, if they really want to see so, like see them fight, they could literally do it like the Avengers. That's what they, I was thinking. Yeah. Like, and then they'll just literally have like Michael Myers just stab Freddy Krueger for no fucking reason. Like, they could literally. Oh, my God. I just realized what they could do. They could huh. literally do the horror monster Avengers. And uh, this is going to sound racist. But uh, Candyman can be their. Uh, they can be. He can be their Falcon. No, he can be their uh, oh. Samuel Jackson character. Oh. <laughs> uh, they can be their his Nick Fury. Uh, uh, Jason Voorhees, of course, would be. I thought uh, you were gonna say it like either. Jason Voorhees would, of course, be the Hulk because he's the massive kind of thing you can't really take down at yeah. this point. Uh, you got Freddy Krueger would probably be. Probably the uh, Tony Stark. Tony Stark, because yeah, he's snarky. He's snarky. Uh, you would get, uh, let's see, who's kind of like a oh, a Pinhead would be Thor, because he's kind of like this god, demigod kind of thing. Uh, then you have um, who would see, be Captain? That's America? what I'm trying to. Think. Captain America would probably be Leatherface because he's from Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. You know, he's from the heart of America or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the Heartlands. Um, uh, and guess you know why he's like Captain America because uh, we need a chick he, for this though. Well, yeah, there's some there's some we, the grudge the, chick, the grudge or the ring chick. Oh, um, the ring chick, that would be great. Um, you know, Chucky, he would be the uh, Rocket Raccoon for whatever reason. Michael um, Myers would be uh, 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 Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Um. Silent but deadly. Um, you know, just just some fun stuff. So I don't know. I mean, I don't. I honestly, I don't know if they can do this just because it's kind of like it would be so much fun. Uh, I would enjoy it. Um, oh, they really okay. So even if all of these all of these franchises are opened by different companies, they really need need to just pool their money and be like, you know what, we're gonna make this movie just because it's gonna be freaking ridiculous. It's gonna be over the top, top, and it's gonna be awesome. Uh, but. Um, oh my god! But they would have so much of my mo- money for. It. I would literally go and see that movie like seventeen freaking times. Or they could have Sigourney Weaver just show up and be like the freaking. Um. Uh, okay, so what you're saying is, uh, get Sigourney Weaver, get um. Oh shit! What's her <coughs> name from uh from Halloween? Um. Oh uh, yeah, uh, 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 Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh. Oh um. Is it Nicole Kidman? No, not Nicole Kidman. Um, shit, the girl from Scream. I don't know her name. I don't know either. It's escaping me right now. I feel really bad with everything. That chick. <laughs> you know, just some kind of weird. They I could mean, probably even pull somebody from like the original movie from Friday or from uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Nightmare Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, the girl. Yeah, and they just have like and have this whole like because uh, like I mean like she's the chick like just be like the chick who. Like one of the people who originally like defeated Freddy and have like this tense tenseness and this animosity between the two of them like having to work together. It'd be great. Yeah. We need this movie. We need this movie apparently now. But uh, without further ado, so that's gonna wrap it up for uh, horror movie news uh, of this week. And Damn. now let's talk about what we uh, recently watched. Uh, it's on Netflix right now, so if you haven't seen this, you want to skip over this. That's completely fine. Uh, but Goosebumps, 2015. Now. Uh, this show is going to be very long because I'm going to have to talk about Goosebumps. I absolutely loved the Goosebump books when I was growing up. Um, I had I a huge, a I had them. a huge, massive collection. Um, it basically from shit. Uh, from shit. Yeah, from shit. No, uh, <laughs> from pretty much elementary school on the way to you know um, 
uh, middle school and everything like that, I was reading I was going to go with college. No, I didn't read them in college <laughs> or whatnot, but a uh, phenomenal book run. I wish I never got – I don't even know what happened to the, the collection that I had. I wish I never got rid of it, but uh, they did make a movie. And what I liked about it, when I was very concerned when it first came out, I was worried that it was going to be we're going to pick one story and do it. But instead they decided to make this whole new story and something with R.L. Stein. Basically uh, everything he wrote actually came off the pages and came to life because he was kind of like this awkward child growing up, didn't really have many friends. So he kind of created his own world that kind of came uh, true, which I thought was kind of a cool thing. So, of course, uh, the movie is, I believe, PG. Um, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, yeah, so a teenager teams up with the daughter of a young adult horror author, Arl Elstein. After writing imaginary demons, are set free on the town uh, of Madison, Delaware. So before we uh, will uh, talk about what we liked about this movie, uh, Jack Black, really funny. Liked the movie. Thought he did a good job. Did not know this. Oh, he was fantastic. Did not even know this, but he was also not only Arl Stein, he was the voice of Slappy the Dummy, which I was very surprised that they actually did a real dummy and they didn't do some CGI stuff. And he was also the voice of the Invisible Boy, uh, which was very kind of cool. By the way, so spoilers, people. Yeah, yeah. Stop listening if you don't want to hear this. But freaking Slappy the Dummy was an incredible voice. Like, I give major props to Jack Black because I didn't even know he was that talented of a voice actor. Like, literally everything else that I've heard him in, like, it was like, no, it's been like Kung Fu Panda and stuff, and it's like not really a departure for his voice, but like the way that he did Slappy the Dummy, it literally sounded like a crossover between Jack Black and uh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Like, it was an incredible which voice. Is, and, which, oh, my which is really gosh, funny. It, it was, like, really, like, the dialogue was hilarious, but the voice, like, was so sinister and creepy that whenever I was watching, I actually got chills a couple times. It's like, oh, shit. Well, like, actually, actually, after listening to his voice of uh, Slappy, um, the dummy, um, mm-hmm. The thing I really liked about it was I was all kind of like, I kind of want him to voice a Joker in like a DC animated movie now using that voice because I think it would be really kind of cool. Um, but again, okay, so a lot of up-and-coming people because it was a bunch of young kids. There were a couple of people in the movie that um, – like Ken um, Marino, which actually is a voice actor. Well, he's done a couple of things, but he's also a voice actor on uh, – uh, axe cop he plays a uh, flute cop um, you know oh, yeah. stuff like that so there's a lot of you know there's a lot of people in here that was um, you know like all they've co- had background in this before basically yeah there's, so there's a lot of up and coming new people so it's funny I'm kind of scrolling through and a lot of people are just monsters in the cast but anyway so what I like about this movie like I said is uh, a kid moves to a new town sees this girl from a window kind of was like oh I'm kind of interested in her she kind of takes him out you know shows him stuff and then you find out that his uh, this crappy guy this crazy guy his her father is just you know like He's stay very away from everybody you know, he like homeschools her yeah, yeah you know kind of thing and everything like that uh and then you soon to find out that uh they go into his house because they think there was a domestic violence you know kind of thing um or domestic disturbance, just a violence, because there really wasn't any violence. Well, uh, he thought that there was domestic violence going on, so he called the cops on Jack Black. And so they go in. Basically, Jack Black is like, there's nothing going on. And then he warns the kid. He's like, you should you know, leave before something bad happens. Yeah, so basically they uh, they prank, prank a phone call to make him go down to the to some place. Uh, so the, Jack Black's yeah, character leaves. Yeah, Jack Black's character leaves. Um, they go into the house, him and this uh, friend of his, uh, Champion, 
Which, which I, actually, he's not, well, they call him Chump, but the funny, the, okay, the funny slash really annoying thing about this kid is his name is Champ, or he goes by Champ, but his actual full name is Champion, but everyone at school calls him Chump, um, but he's like, it, he's, he's a little girl. He's like, funny though. I really, I. It was like cutesy funny at first. Like, at first, I thought he was annoying, but like as the movie goes on, you actually kind of warm up to him a little bit more. You're like, okay, cool. Like you can actually like, like you actually start liking him instead of being like, oh my god, he's super annoying. So they they did a really good job of that. I also will say they did a really good job of the the uh, oh, the, the kid. son. Kid, uh, kid did some good work. Uh, his name is Ryan Lee, and apparently he was in a movie called Merry Friggin' Christmas with uh, Robin Williams. So, no, oh. one of his uh, Robin Williams last films. Yeah, so. he, I, he was a really good actor. I, he did a very good job. Um, he was the fact that I actually got annoyed by his character at first, then finally was like, okay, I'm turning around. Like I, by the end of the movie, I was like, all right, I can kind of give him some credit. Like that just gives, that just proves how good of an actor he is. Cause he can actually separate being annoying and actually doing a good, like making you like him at the same time. So, uh, but, props to him. but anyways, back to, back to the, I was just trying to get a quick sun ups of whatever ended up happening. So basically Jack Black's character leaves, they go into the house, they realize they find like these entire books and they're all like goosebumps, uh, you know, um, scripts, yes. uh, you know, and stuff like that. And they realize they're all locked. Somebody opened them up and then a huge abominable snowman comes out. Of course they chase down the snowman and they soon find out that, uh, Jack Black's character is actually the writer R.L. Stein, which I thought was actually a great thing where he talks about the the champ kid actually starts no the 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 actual kid the um I, what's his name he played Zach Zach starts tag antagonizing uh, Jack Black's character with uh, he's yeah, like well he goes, are you Stephen, a- he's like Stephen King you know does uh you know sells all this kind of you know and then he's just like you know what Stephen King is like a hack compared like it was a pretty good thing yeah so, he's like Stephen King has not sold this many copies but did you talk about that no like and I just love yeah like that kid did a freaking good job like I think all of them did a very good job in this yeah. movie some of that uh so anyway so then when they find out when they get back to Arlstein's house the books are all open Slappy's out and that's a big concern because Slappy which I I did not see this coming I didn't know Slappy was actually going to be the main kind of villain who instigated pretty much everything uh I mean don't get me wrong Slappy has had many books you know Night of the Living Dummy Night of the Living Dummy 2 Night of the Living Dummy 3 Revenge of you know all this stuff with this this character that was in the Goosebump runs so my favorite thing about it was nostalgia basically every time you opened a book and threw something out and someone would pop out I'd be like oh I remember that book oh I know what that book is and I know what that book is so it was really kind of cool like even if it was geared towards like you know younger kids uh, for fun scare and stuff but like all the kids who grew up with Goosebumps can really enjoy this movie of just how much fun it is and there are some jumps there are some scares there are some like holy shit you know there's zombies I mean there's a shit ton of stuff in this movie that I was very surprised about very happy with Um, uh, the dog the oh, the creepy pool. dog! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Screw uh, that dog! Uh, the huge prey mantis, the zombies, the uh, the blob. There's, you know, all the only thing I was uh, I didn't see, but then again. We will be probably getting a sequel to this movie, so we'll see if there's going to be any more stuff. But I didn't get to see the uh, haunted mask at all. Uh, but we'll see. There is time for all this kind of stuff uh, that's going to be coming. Uh, you know, the werewolf uh, fever swamp, all this kind of good stuff. So um, before we dive into what we liked about the movie, what we didn't like about the movie, and our uh, I'm gonna say five. Our review. Well, five. Out of five yeah, uh, I would say five out of five slappy heads. Uh, oh, okay. I was gonna go with five out of five locked books. Mm, 
Okay, maybe Either way. Anyways. Uh, five out of five dummies. <laughs> five out of five dummies. Uh, don't call me a dummy. Um, yeah. That was always fun. But uh, so we'll talk about. So uh, IMDb gave it a 6.4 out of 10. Really? And Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 76, um, which is actually an average of 6.410. But it uh, looks like 64 people liked it. So actually, Rotten Tomatoes, 76 liked it more than the audience scored it. Um, so, Anna, what did you like about the movie, and what is there some stuff that you didn't like about the movie, and then what's uh, what do you give it? I thought they did a really good job. I like the use of sarcasm in it a lot. That was pretty awesome, because there's not, actually, there's really not very many movies that have sarcasm in them, which is tragic, but, mm. um, but yeah, I thought they did a really good job. They did a really good job of presenting it. I thought that the whole thing about the girl coming back at the end was kind of, eh. It was a bit cliche. Um, didn't see the invisible boy living through everything, so that was clever. Mm. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it was a very enjoyable movie. I thought they did a very good job on it. Like it's enjoyable if you're, like it's one of those rare movies where you can enjoy it. It doesn't matter what age you are, because yeah. like the older, like if you're an older, like if you're a parent of the kids who read Goosebumps, like you can appreciate it from their perspective and be like, oh yeah, I remember them being excited about this. If you actually read the Goosebumps books, you can be like, oh yeah, I remember this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. If you're just watching it as a kid, you can be like, oh, it's funny. So, um, and I'm, exactly I'm actually like kind of curious if uh, the Goosebump books are actually on like you know. Like a, oh, like on Kindle or like something? Like a Kindle or something like now. Like I, think, I should look that up. I think that would be a great... Because uh, I never actually thing. got a chance to read those books. I mean, they're very easy reads, but they do have... The, I mean, one of the greatest lines uh, you know, at the end of the movie, Jack Black's character, Arl Stein, which actually a great cameo by actual Arl Stein yes. is in the movie. So be along to look out for that. I'm not going to tell you when and where, but if you do find him, uh, go ahead and tweet us where he's at or what his name is. And maybe <laughs> you might win a, a little prize or something like that who knows uh, you might want to i haven't decided yet um <laughs> but uh he uh, at the he comes in for the english teacher goes every good story has a beginning a middle and a twist uh which actually was, was with uh was always kind of true with goosebump books and stuff like that so um yeah but like you said yeah it's uh it is one of those movies where like i think any age group can enjoy it um it's kind of fun scary um i wouldn't i know a lot of people are like this isn't b horror cast but you know what fuck you guys it's fun uh yeah <laughs> it's, it a, a fun movie. it's a fun movie it's it's based on horror books um, and the whole point of it was to scare you, like kind of startle you a little bit, it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't st- meant to like keep you up at night and have you like rocking back and forth in your bed being like, they're coming for me. They're coming for me. Yeah. So, it was almost like a uh, Ghostbusters. Like, yeah. Ghostbusters is a fun exactly. scare. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's an enjoyable and it's enjoyable for the whole family. So I would give it, I would actually give it a four out of five. I thought they did an excellent job of representing it, especially since I've never actually read any of the books. Mm. And just like the small little synopsis that they did for each character was very nice. And it was very explanatory for me as someone who's never read it. And for you, I'm sure it was a good refresher. Yeah, it was a lot of stuff that I I forgot about or I didn't read or when I was like, okay, when did I drop off? I don't remember that one. You know, all these kind of things. Um, Yeah, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was great. I'm looking forward to the sequel. If they're going to do a sequel, I'm kind of curious what other um, movie monsters are going to use or what's going to happen this time around some of that. I think Jack Black did a phenomenal job uh, playing uh, Arl Stein because in the very beginning he was kind of like fuck this guy's kind of a dick you know <laughs> um, and I've honestly never seen Jack Black 
Jack Black play like a like a dick. Like you know, like he's always been like goofy and always like like he might be a dick, but it's not this really. This is probably one of the most straight laced characters I've seen. Him but play. not him being like a dick to kids. I've never seen yeah. him be a dick to kids. Um, which is like I like if you've ever watched like Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny, which I don't think that's classified as horror, but it's a fucking good movie. Um, well, you've never seen that? Oh God, Dave Grohl's in it plays the devil. Oh, it's so fucking. They have a fucking. Oh man, the album alone. <laughs> yes, me love his dad. The number I was thinking of was the letter M. <laughs> sorry. Oh my god, yeah, fuck. Every Tenacious time I think of the devil, Destiny. I'm sorry, every time I think of the devil now, I just think of the robot devil. But uh, I'm just like, they keep touching me in places. In places. Um, <laughs> it's so great. Uh, anyways, continue. Anyways, yeah, so I would give it, like I said, a four out of uh, four out of five uh, slappy heads, or slappy dummies, or slappy, dummies. slappy dicks. Um, <laughs> slap that dick. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy the movie. It held my interest. It was one of these movies that, you know, uh, and believe me, you've heard some of the rants that I made off of. Like, uh, I literally give a movie like 25 fucking minutes, like, especially if I'm watching on Netflix. If nothing happens in the first 25 fucking minutes. That movie had me hooked after five. That's what I'm saying. Like, it held my interest. I wanted to know where everything was going and everything like that, but it's not like, like, the fucking gallows. Sorry to go back to this piece of shit. Oh my fucking gallows! I was dying after three minutes. I was like, I don't fucking care about any of this shit right now. And then even the deaths and all the bullshit was just crap. But like I'm saying, it's like I always give movies a 25 minute or 20 minute rule. Basically, if I'm watching on Netflix or even I rented it or something like that, if it doesn't get me hooked and everything, I will stop it and be like, I'm I can't watch this. Which 20 minutes is actually pretty generous. Well, to me, it takes 20 minutes for at least a movie to start. I mean, honestly, I was Christy. Actually, that took 30 minutes. Yeah, Christy took 30 minutes, but I will put it this way. Uh, we were just watching uh, Jurassic World. Yeah. That movie does not kick in, does not kick into any of the excitement and craziness and stuff until 46 minutes into that movie. That's true, but it does hold but your interest. But it holds interest. your interest. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's a movie that I'm like, okay, I wanna, I'm want to, i invested. I want to go and everything like that. But that's what I'm like saying. You like, you actually want to, like, like keep watching it and get to the It wasn't until, like, I paused part. for a little bit and I looked at it going, like, shit has not hit the fan yet. Like that, we were just at the paddock yeah. when the dinosaur was about to fucking like do its shit. You know, the crazy one. Spoiler alert. Um, and literally, it was forty six minutes on the yeah. HBO app, and I'm all like, dude, this movie held my fucking interest for forty six minutes, and nothing fucking happened. It was all fucking pacing build up, and build yeah. up and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, okay, so if you got me hooked already, you know, with that, and it's like, it's like if a movie does not hook me, and then you finally get to your fucking you know, oh, this is when the shit happens, and I'm like, I I don't have any interest. It's like I'm not going to enjoy the movie. So, but yeah, so Goosebumps, very fun uh, movie. Go ahead and watch it with your kids. Um, go ahead and have fun. I don't even know if people listen. Watch to Watch it with your kids. cat. Watch it with your cat. Watch it with your dog. Watch it with your Jack Blacks. Um, watch it with your hamster. You know the yush. Yeah, your hamster, the yush. Good douche. Um, but yeah, so I think next week we're oh, gonna. Oh, actually, I was gonna ask you really quick. I was. Yeah. Uh, I think we should add a new segment. What was your favorite line in that movie? That you can remember. Oh, okay. We're gonna have to. Okay, we're gonna have to really start uh, then remembering movies. Okay, so favorite line in the Goosebump movie. Um, I don't know off the top of my head. You obviously know. What was your favorite? Um. Oh shoot! I just had it and it escapes me. Give me one second. All right, we'll continue it to talk, and I'll try to remember. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'm trying to even remember any of the. Lines. Well, because like the whole oh, I know the whole thing with like the slappy dummy was pretty hilarious. Like every time they call him a dummy, he's like, "Don't call me dummy!" He gets pissed off. Well, yeah, that was him actually in the books. Like he actually did not like to be called a, a oh, really? dummy, and he was called slappy because he would always slap people. 
Um, oh, I didn't yeah, know he that. Would, uh, you know, Arnold Stein wrote some uh, crazy ass books for kids. I mean, there was a there was a book uh, that he did uh, of Goosebumps called The Scarecrow Walks at Midnight. And these scarecrows would literally get up at midnight, and they would actually, when they would get like hold, get the kids and some of that, they would start choking them, they would start hurting them. It was like it was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty dark, pretty dark for uh, children's book and stuff. Oh, so yeah, I remember my favorite line. <laughs> Whenever they're in the car, and uh, R.L. Stein slash Jack Black goes. I don't remember writing about a praying. He's like, did I write about a praying mantis? I don't remember pu- writing about a praying mantis, and the leg comes crashing. I was like, oh wait, now I do. Yeah, <laughs> just like that whole thing. Like he can't even remember what he wrote about. Ah, uh, yeah, that was good. That um, was pretty awesome. I think uh, I'm trying to think. My favorite uh, was it the remember. cameo? Uh, yeah, Mr. Black, maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it was a cameo. I'm trying to think of what was my favorite. Um. Or maybe not necessarily your favorite line, but just like your favorite, favorite moment. moment. Um, I would probably have to say when they're in the grocery store. Oh, with uh, the axe body spray. And they're trying to get rid of the the werewolf of Fever Swamp, mm-hmm. and they're doing like all this different stuff and things like that. It was just kind of funny where it's all like. Um, <laughs> I love the part whenever. Oh, with the soda, like he's all like, I don't know what oh, I want, I... and he's just finally like, here, take one, you know, he's just, just like. like <gasps> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Just funny. every little thing, like him interaction with that kid. Oh, I, I thought was like, just great. Shut up! Because oh, it was just God. like so like angry towards him and stuff like that. So. Uh, I love the part whenever he's like putting the axe body spray all over himself. He's like, it can smell me, and he like he's like, so I'm trying to mask my sin. He just like smells himself. He's like, nope, doesn't work, and just runs off. Yeah, just runs off. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think next week we're gonna try to watch a movie that's on Hulu. It's called Maggie. It's about a zombie apocalypse. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it, so I have a feeling he might be stopping by the studio at that time. Um, yeah, great. But it's uh, I guess the synopsis is his daughter gets bitten. He's trying to not only survive the zombie apocalypse but save his daughter. I'm not sure if people are coming after her because they know she's a zombie. We'll find out. It's on Hulu, so if you have Hulu, go ahead and watch it. If you've already seen it, great. Uh, then tune in next week. Um, of course, you can find us on Twitter at BHorrorCast. You can also find us on Instagram with that. You can also email us at NotAnotherBHorrorCast at Gmail. Go ahead and send us your uh, stories, um, anything that you want to recommend, any uh, – just talk with us, fan mail, um, or any stories you might have had, those supernatural things or eerie encounters, or maybe you saw aliens or spaceships or anything oh, you want yeah. to share with Even us. Even if you just want to talk to us about the uh, meteor in the sky, let us know. Yeah. Because I didn't actually get a chance to see it. So if you have stories, if you have pictures, please send it to us. I'd love to see it. Um, and of course, if you want to find out any more about uh, all the great stuff or help out the show, you can go to Amazon.com. You go to the Sasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste of you do and don't forget to check out revenge lover designs illustration designs that fit your personalities for samples and inquiries please visit revengelover.com and don't forget to look at us on facebook at www.facebook.com backslash not another behorecast get us a like uh i think we're i don't know where we're at but uh yeah go ahead and do all that kind of stuff and i think that's gonna wrap it up for me i don't know if you have anything else to add anna nope i got nothing you got nothing so i guess until next time kiddos carpe noctum This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Hashtag fuck you, David Cummings. Cock.